the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. That'd be AM 560, perhaps WFIL.com, or maybe you're listening on the app. Get the app free from our site at WFIL.com. Put it on your smartphone or tablet. Carry us with you wherever you go. Uh, little sun, a lot of clouds, 42 the high today. Clear skies eventually tonight, low 31. Tomorrow and the next few days warming up a bit into the low 50s. Uh, a lot of sunshine expected for tomorrow. Baltimore 34-17 over Dallas in Tuesday Night Football last night. NBA James Harden, uh, one of the best players in basketball, plays for Houston, reportedly not really wanting to play there this year, and one team he has apparently said he's willing to go to is the 76ers. Of course, it uh, would probably take a lot to get him, so that would be another story altogether, but it's uh, it's kind of neat to at least hear that there's interest on the part of star players in coming to Philadelphia. Victoria, how you doing today? Everything all right? Hey there. Welcome aboard. How you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. I have my Duncan on the back window here that is, I think I've reheated it three times. <laughs> you know, Well, I buy the largest because it's the best bargain, theoretically. Right. But I never, it's not any good to me unless it's like really kind of hot and almost scalding. I'm and only th- running on one cup today. I didn't get Duncan. Did you? Okay. Before I came, came in, so. Well, it needs to be hot, and so... The first, like, couple inches of the cup is good. Then it's like, oh, I got to heat this up again. So what kind, now what did you get today? What kind did you have? I just had good old homemade on the, on the stove, the pot on the stove coffee. Nice. Yep. That's good for I you. I believe it was Maxwell. Okay. Maxwell. <laughs> That's very good. Yep. Maxwell's? All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, today, we're going to, I'm excited because we're going to up our coffee game a bit. We have... Um, a big contest going on, on our site right now. The Palette Full of Coffee Contest, if folks are not aware, it's with WFL's Rewards Club. That club gives away all kinds of prizes. It's our listener loyalty club. It's free to join. takes, I don't know, a minute to do. And then you can get into all the different contests very quickly. One of about 10 contests going on right now is this contest with Thrive Farmers to give away lots of prizes, including their famous coffee and tea, and um, the grand prize is a pallet full of coffee, over 180 pounds worth, even some tea in there as well. And that grand prize also features a coffee connoisseur's dream brewing kit, an eight-cup coffee maker, eight-cup French press, drip kettle, all that stuff, way above my coffee pay grade. But there are those I know who are like, whoa, I'm in. I'm in. Co- coffee mugs, travel cups, T-shirts, hats, all that kind of thing. Grand prize over $3,500. There's also uh, four first prizes, which include a year's supply of Thrive Farmers' uh, famous coffees and teas. And uh, each of those first prizes valued at more than $1,500. So that's pretty good, Vic. What do you think? 
You're, you... Sounds like a great deal to me. <laughs> yes. And I'll take it. Speaking of which, everybody who enters to win that grand prize and those other prizes receives a special discount code toward the purchase of Thrive products, which is also very handy with the holidays here and folks looking to get gifts and, and have their budget stretch and all that. So if you want to be part of that, you can actually enter every day between now and the 15th. Bonus entry opportunities in there uh, in there as well for share on social media and stuff like that. So pallet full of coffee contest. That's what you're looking for. Get in on the contest page at WFIL.com. And um, here to give us some perspective on the whole thing and, and to share a bit about what Thrive Coffee is all about is uh, Ken Lander. Hey, Ken, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Doing well. Thrive Farmers co-founder, coffee farmer. Former trial lawyer from Georgia, have they have you have they called you in to help with the election? By the way, oh no, sir, no, sir. That's why I'm staying in Costa Rica right now. I think I'm paying for just staying in Costa Rica. Probably, probably a little easier. From Georgia to Costa Rica, share the story of, of what led you to move there in the first place. And we like to listen when we have well, guests on. We like to listen. So go right ahead. Well, the elevator pitch is the fact that I I um, I was a lawyer in a little small southern town. And we adopted three kids, and we wanted to slow their lives down. And so we went on vacation to Costa Rica, and while I was down there, an old law partner of mine introduced me to a guy who owned a coffee farm in Costa Rica, and we fell in love with it, and we bought it, and we came back, and through a series of just incredible miracles and divine appointments, we decided to sell everything and move to Costa Rica to slow our lives down and that's what we did and so the swiss family robinson the whole family moved to costa rica sold my law practice sold everything and moved to costa rica in 2005 wow that's amazing and how when you went there originally how long were you thinking about going You, you talk about slow your life down which i greatly appreciate that whole concept that's another topic but were you going just for like a a short season or or oh no all in we went, we went down with the idea that we were basically going to not be, I was not going to be a lawyer anymore. Okay. And we were going to be uh, farmers. Okay. And my exit strategy was real estate. 2008 came along. The market crashed. Right. And I lost all of my money in real estate in the United States. Lost it all. Wow. And... Uh, and so the only thing we had was a coffee farm. And so when you have limes, you make limeade. So we had coffee, so we decided to become legit coffee farmers. And uh, when we started looking at it, the coffee that we were actually selling on my coffee farm, which is about 8,000 pounds of green, would be sold in the United States, roasted for about $30,000. And our net profit was $600 as a coffee farming family. Wow. The only justice of the lawyer in me gets me going and saying, what is going on here? And I started researching how the coffee value chain worked, and I realized that farmers were getting left out of the real value of coffee. Interesting. Interesting. Folks, just tuning in, Ken Lander is our guest. He's a co-founder of Thrive Farmers, a coffee farmer himself. Uh, We have, of course, that pallet full of coffee contest going on through the 15th of this month. We could win a a year's worth of, of coffee or even more than that. Uh, a pallet full of coffee. Uh, so, so you went to slow your lives down. You and your wife and your children to slow the life uh, pace of life down, and to be a farmer, but not necessarily a coffee farmer. While you were in Costa Rica, that initial time it turned into a coffee farm concept, and then eventually that's what you were doing. 
right? But you still had other stuff going on in the states. I'm just trying to sum it up. I hope I'm correct. And then that's you, right. You right? Got it. Okay. And then you found yourself after the 2008 crash. Like, okay, I have this coffee farm, but it's really not as lucrative. It was going to be like more of a fun thing or a, a less pressure of financially. Now it needs to be the way I make my money, and it doesn't really make me money the way I thought it was maybe going to. So, no. wow. So what do you do in a situation like that? you got wife and children to care for and all that work to do, too. As fun as that would be, I still think that's a lot of work. So what we did is I started scratching my head and realizing, well, look, we live in a very touristic part of Costa Rica, and we started a little coffee shop called the Common Cup. And basically what we did is we began to sell coffee directly to tourists. And at that point, my actual profit went, as a farmer, up 16 times. And I realized that the real value in coffee was connecting the consumer of the coffee with the farmer. And then we got four more farmers involved. And then I met this guy named Michael Jones, whose father-in-law was a Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee farmer in Jamaica, who was reaching out to me because he wanted to help his father-in-law with the same problem with coffee. And the two of us got together, and, and it was a divine appointment. And Michael was at a point in his life as an entrepreneur that he wanted to move on to the next thing, but he wanted to use this gift that God had given him to help people through entrepreneurialism. And so coffee became a project of his, and through that, Thrive Farmers was born. And that's how it all started. Wow. That's a great story. It's a great story. Uh, Ken Lander is taking time with us today. He's a co-founder of Thrive Farmers. You'll recognize that name because we're partnering with them, uh, to uh, with the Rewards Club here at the radio station, to give away lots of prizes, including their famous coffee and tea, with the grand prize being a pallet full of coffee, over 180 pounds worth, and a connoisseur's dream brewing kit that goes with that. All the details in our uh, site at WFIL.com. Let's get specific for a minute. I had this morning the uh, morning ritual blend, and... Um, how how much how tied are you to the actual different blends that are possible you know in the Thrive Farmers uh, family lineup? Well, I just had a morning ritual this morning as well. Okay. Um, on that bag, you'll see a guy named Vitalino. There's a there's an actual sticker of him there. Yes. Vitalino is from a, yeah. So Vitalino is a friend of mine. That community Concepcion Panula is a little community in Guatemala, right outside of Guatemala City. It's one of the first farmer groups to join Thrive, 14 farmers in a little association in a little town in Guatemala, and they became involved with Thrive, and at Safe, they started with a little bit of coffee with Thrive, and right now, Thrive, um, they're now putting almost all of their coffee through the Thrive program, and so the, the farmer that's on that bag, when you get it, Vitalino, he's 82 years old, he has 25 grandchildren. And he's been farming coffee for 50-plus years, and he is directly impacted in receiving a part of the revenue from the sale of that bag. That's amazing. That's how it works. I love it. I know. It's amazing. Ken Landers, our guest, Thrive Farmers co-founder, coffee farmer himself for partnering with them for the Pallet Full of Coffee contest, which you can get details on at WFIL.com. We'll keep our chat rolling in just a second. AM560WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for hanging out today. Have a guest you'd like to hear on The Tim DeMoss Show on AM560WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 416, The Tim DeMoss Show. And uh, we're chatting with Ken Lander, who is the co-founder 
and Coffee Farmer, uh, Thrive Farmers, in conjunction with our Pallet Full of Coffee contest. We could win a pallet full over 180 pounds worth, grand prize over $3,500, four first prizes, including a year's supply of Thrive Farmers uh, famous coffees and teas, and a lot more. Each of those first prizes is valued at more than $1,500, and there's a special coupon, a discount code that you'll get toward the uh, purchase of Thrive products simply uh, for entering. Uh, I was wondering about the pictures on the different bags. There's True North with Enrique Ferrafino from Nicaragua. How did I say that? Am I doing good? Oh, yes. man, Enrique, Enrique Ferrafino and his father, Enrique. Yeah. Uh, Enrique's dad is a doctor in Nicaragua, very, very well-respected general doctor in the, in the community of Matagalpa, Costa Rica. I mean, not Costa Rica, Nicaragua. All right. And the Ferrofino family have a very large farm, but around them they have a bunch of small farmers that can't get to market. And so we've partnered with the Ferrofino family to actually get those small farmers into our model. And so the Ferrofinos, who are our are, are, are larger farmers, actually using their mill and their ability to connect with all the exporting and all that stuff to allow smaller farmers around them to be a part of that bag as well. That's one of the beautiful things about Thrive is that we take all different types of coffee farmers and we create partnerships that allow farmers that would never be able to be in the bag that you're holding in your hand right now to actually be a part of a a plan where they're actually receiving revenue as well from that bag. I love that. Uh, Folks just tuning in, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on uh, AM560, WFIL.com on the app too. And Ken Lander is our guest. He's co-founder of Thrive Farmers. He's a coffee farmer himself. We have a big pallet full of coffee contest going on through the 15th. So hop on board at WFIL.com. A lot of prizes are up for grabs there, including a massive prize, a pallet full of coffee, over 180 pounds worth, some tea in there too. Um, well, and it's funny because I, you know, I'm looking at the different bags. Uh, there's the morning ritual we talked about, True North. We have also Horizon Organic, Night Shift, and Layover Decaf, all interesting names. And each with a person on them. Uh, if you want, take your time, take a second, and, and share about uh, on those bags. There's Flora Ramos from Guatemala, and on the Horizon Organic bag, what's Flora's backstory? Flora Ramos, that is a, that is from Weiwei Tenango, Guatemala. And the really cool thing in Guatemala, and I just I hope you can hear the passion because we these we know all these people. They're 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 family to us. This mm. is the, this is the way we do business. We actually do coffee together. But that, that family is a part of a, a, a large group of farmers called Akodiwe, which is basically an association of producers in Weiwei Tenango, which is the northwest highlands of Guatemala. And that coffee, the Horizon Organic, is a group of women. It's a women's co-op that actually produce on very, very small bits of land, and then they all go and it filters into a, a co-op of about 700 800 women, and they actually move their coffee through Akodiwe. We're all partners in this, and then they share in the profit through Akodiwe. And the cool thing about Northwest Highlands, just to give you a little bit, is I don't know if you guys know about the fact that there's a lot of mass migration of Guatemalan men went to the U.S. to work. Hmm. So when you go to Weiwei Tenango, the women are the ones that are in control of the family business, which is the coffee business. And so supporting a woman coffee farmer yeah. is 
tantamount to a huge injection in the economy there. Because while the men are off working in Guatemala, I mean, from Guatemala out, outside the country, right. the women are one that are keeping the society together, and so coffee is what keeps it going for them. So to see 700 women together yeah. drinking coffee is just an amazing thing. Victoria, you were nodding. Had you heard about this before? Or were you just kind of understanding uh, as he's sharing well that's just very interesting because i know about the you know mass migration from men coming from guatemala really? to the united states but that's really interesting that the women are kind of holding it down there and really yeah. you know involved with that that's really cool yeah it's a it's a neat story i mean that and, and i'm glad we're asking about this actually before we got on the air here i was, I was just chop uh, jo- uh, jotting down the names of these folks there's two more bags there's night shift with eliezer santos am i saying it okay eliezer santos yes What's his story? Yeah. Yet another one of the Concepcion Fanula folks. Okay. Eliezer Santos is a younger producer in that same group. He's the next generation. I mean, when you put him next to Vitalina, he looks like he's his, you know, great grandson. Yeah. And but Eliezer is taking the kind of the taking the reins of the association. He's adding technology to it. And he's just been a uh, he's been he's just a phenomenal dynamic guy that has has really contributed to, to to pouring into the next generation, which is another theme in coffee. So, you you know, you have women, you have small farmers versus large farmers. Now we're touching on the generational aspect of coffee. Yeah, and yeah. The, that generation is dying. The next generation of coffee farmers doesn't want to be coffee farmers because they can't make any money at it. Hmm. So the Eliezer's of the world are saying, but you can now, if you have a participation in a market like Thrive Farmers, you can actually have a real business and a real future for your family. And that's the transformation. That's where it comes. When the next generation says, I want to do what my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather did, yeah. that's when it really begins to transform the industry. And that's what we're all about at Thrive. Carmelina, uh, Carmelina Ramos, layover decaf. She's on the, that bag. Uh, what's uh, yeah. Carmelina's deal? Same deal, Weiwei Tenango, yeah. same family. Um, and and so one of the things I'll tell you is that you'll see our bags and the, and, and the way we position, one of the beautiful things about our, our, our model is is that because of the bags that you buy and the bags that are being promoted, and by the way, we're doing the deepest discount ever. So when you sign up for this um, promotion to win the powder coffee, once you're signed up, you get a 40% discount on our product, wow. including pods and all this stuff. Okay. So we're going all in with you guys because we want to get our name out there. And so what's cool about it is, is that we know that if we, with our brand on it, Fly Farmers can take this to market, we can then very much directly place the coffee where it needs to be to make the farmer the most money. Because the closer we get to you guys, the ones that actually buy the bags, and we connect you guys that buy the bags with the farmers there. We can then leverage and help more small farmers like Eliezer, yeah. like Vitalina. Ken Lander, kind enough to hang out with us for a bit on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. He's a co-founder of Thrive Farmers. He's a coffee farmer himself. And, uh, man, so th- those are great stories. I, I wanted to ask you um, – you you touched on that for a second, kind of in the middle of describing these people. But what's Thrive Farmers' main concept or main, you could sum it up for folks, the, the passion behind why you want to help all of these folks exist and do what they do and the ministry aspect of it. 
Well, our corporate purpose is to build a thriving world for God's glory, and we are unabashed about it. We, we believe that the way to build a thriving world is to give people a hand up, not a handout. And most of these incredible people that you meet on farms are just like us here. We're in the, on the demand side of, of drinking the coffee. We just want an opportunity to, to have a market, to have a job, to have a, an economic opportunity. They're willing to put in the hard work. They just want to see the payment for their work on the other side and feel like they're participating in it. Of course. So the human side of it is that most people don't worry about money. What they worry about is that they feel like they have worth in the world. And so one of the first ways to be salt and light is to make sure people have a, a, a market um, for their product and their hard work is rewarded economically. But after that... Then you get into the real powerful stuff where you're training up the next generation of leaders. You're working on water safety programs. You're working on health programs, and that's where our foundation comes in. So we have a foundation called Thrive Works that comes into these communities and works with all of our partners to build up these communities once we've already set up the economic model. Ken Landers, our guest, Thrive Farmers co-founder and coffee farmer himself, in conjunction with our palette full of coffee contests, we can win coffee for a year, a bunch of other really cool prizes. Details on that at WFIL.com. You can get entered and actually enter every day between now and the 15th of December. Quick break. We'll keep our chat rolling here. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 428, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. And our guest today is Ken Lander. He is uh, Thrive Farmers co-founder, coffee farmer himself. It's part of our Pallet Full of Coffee contest. Grand prize, a pallet full of coffee, over 180 pounds worth. Some tea in there as well. Grand prize also features a coffee connoisseur's dream brewing kit, including an eight-cup coffee maker, an eight-cup French press, a drip kettle, and much more. Total value for the grand prize, over $3,500. Four first prizes as well, which include a year's supply of Thrive Farmers' famous coffees and teas. Each of those first prizes is valued at more than $1,500. And everybody who enters receives a special discount code toward the purchase of Thrive products, which are perfect for gift-giving during the holiday season. You can actually enter every day between now and the 15th of December. And there are bonus entry opportunities as well. Check it out on the contest page at WFIL.com. Can I understand that... um, Kind of on an interesting note, Thrive Farmers Coffee actually has a relationship with Chick-fil-A. Somewhat recently, or? Well, it's not recent. Well, I guess it depends on what you would call recent, but we've been partnering now with Chick-fil-A almost eight years. Okay. I mean, I can't tell you enough about what that partnership has meant to us in terms of lifting us up to be a company where this model and this mission of building a thriving world for God's glory has been basically put on the roadmap by Chick-fil-A. So every time you walk into a Chick-fil-A and you order a cup of coffee there, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're in the model. You're, 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 you're helping farmers, but that's just been an incredibly powerful way to express ourselves and to get this model going so we can be brand forward with customers that are buying the coffee like through this program. Not that folks need an extra reason to go to Chick-fil-A because it's pretty easy to find excuses to go. <laughs> but here's another one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Man, what yeah. an amazing partner they are. 
That's great. Ken, I want to talk to you. Obviously, you're, you're a farmer, a longtime farmer, so you know all about the business, the business model, obviously the heart of God you know, coming through here. But uh, just thought, thought for fun, uh, you could share some I don't know, coffee grounds or whatever you call it, tidbits, just some things uh, you have to keep in mind to actually be a successful farmer of coffee. Well, you got to be patient. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's funny to me that I was just reading John 15 this morning, the whole vine and branch, right? Yes. I mean, Jesus used the most amazing agricultural metaphors and analogies to communicate truth, right? Well, I can tell you what, my friend, if you're a farmer, you live those truths out every day because... You know, one of our core values at Thrive is a farmer-like work ethic. What does that mean? Well, you get up every morning, you work hard, right? But it's more than that. Um, Being a farmer means you work hard with the anticipation and the hope that fruit will bear in the future. Yeah. It's never immediate gratification. And so there's so much truth in that in faith and your life and all that. But watch farmers. You get up every morning. They go out into their field to get one crop a year. There's a lot of faith in that. There's a lot of faith in it. And so um, for me, I've learned a lot being a coffee farmer. I've learned what it means to have to be hopeful in the things I can't see because I can't see them yet. I don't know what the harvest is going to be like until it's done. All I can do is work hard. Make sure my employees are paid well. We work as a team, and then we pick the coffee, and hopefully we reap the benefits of it. Yeah, I you know I think it, it's a great point that it's very easy for the rest of us uh, feeling more more. I, I guess you could always you get fired from your job, you lose your job, company goes under. Worst case is you go apply for more jobs, and fairly quickly, hopefully, you can find something, even if it's something very basic, just to pay your bills. When you're doing the farming thing, I'm guessing it's kind of like a lot, a lot broader picture, and not, with the ending not necessarily completely in sight. Especially if you've had, I don't know, if you have storms or any kind of natural disasters, things that wipe the crop out or partially, or right. insects and all that stuff that can come through. Uh, what, yeah. what, what's one of the biggest challenges that you you know you're aware of when it comes to growing coffee, in addition to the patience that's required day to day. Well, the biggest challenge, there's two really big challenges. The biggest challenge for coffee farmers is a volatile market for coffee. So you think about coffee as one of the second or third most exchanged commodity in the world. Well, those markets in the New York market, they're, they're really not tied. They're not relevant to these coffee farmers. They're so far upstream from, from those realities, those economic realities. But at the end of the day, think about it. You work all year round. It's like roulette. You know, yeah. is the market going to be your high or low when the beans I have to pick in the next 24 hours or they'll fall off the plant are ready for sale? And so what Thrive did and what Thrive's doing in the marketplace is that we're saying, no, 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 that's not how it's going to work. We're going to have a longer, stable, predictable, higher price that's always going to be the same year after year because we're going to have great partners that buy the coffee and commit to these farmers. And then those farmers can actually take that risk off the table and they can just concentrate on what they do best, which is grow coffee. So right, the right. economics is one. But the other one is the plagues that we have. Right now there's a lot in the news about coffee rust and funguses and all these different things that are going on. Those things are invisible enemies that you can't 
see until they're actually on the plant. You got to stay ahead of that stuff all the time and make sure that 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 plague of fungus doesn't kill your coffee plant. One plague of fungus can wipe out an entire coffee farm and a whole year's of income, and then you have to cut the coffee plant back and wait two years for it to grow again. You can lose three years of income with one plague. Wow, that's crazy. That's more more than more than what you would think. You know, out of the you just the obvious might be a, a season's worth, but not stretching beyond a single year. That's right. I mean, it's so incredible, Tim, when you think about how incredibly beautiful and wonderful it is to sit with someone and have a wonderful cup of coffee and not know the incredible amount of energy and time and risk and passion and heart and faith that went into producing that cup that you're drinking. And if we could make one thing happen in building a thriving world for Thrive, it would be to make sure that the people that drink the coffee of our former partners understand that every cup has a story and every cup has a really hardworking family behind it that's trying to do for their kids what you're trying to do for your kids. Ken, do you have uh, folks just tuning in? Ken Landers, our guest. He's co-founder of Thrive Farmers. He's a coffee farmer himself, former trial lawyer, has a very interesting story. You can hear the podcast of our program on our site at WFIL.com, uh, and you'll be able to listen back at the beginning of the, the, the uh, chat we're having today to hear more about how he became a coffee farmer and the whole story behind that. But um, the ministry aspect, too, I'm sure people will, will appreciate that as they're having a cup of coffee. It's always nice to know that it's, it is blessing somebody in some other way besides yourself. <laughs> you know, yourself is good, too. But um, is there a place... Uh, whether it's the Thrive Works Foundation part or, or if folks want to just take a few minutes to read up a little bit on the background that uh, is best to point people to? Absolutely. Our, go to our foundation website, thriveworks.org. Okay. Um, and uh, it's, it's T-H-R-I-V-E-W-O-R-X. Okay. Just Google that, take you right to it, and then you'll actually go across with thrivefarmers.com, which is our which is our. Uh, for-profit side of the, of the business, and you can get a sense of what we do. But the beautiful thing about what we do is, is that all we're doing is really opening up opportunities to build relationship, and then from that, the kingdom flows through that. I mean, it's just, it's just like tending a garden. You know, it's just, it's just the relationship piece that everything else is built on. And coffee is 100% relationship. That's how the business is done. Yeah, it's a rela- it's a super relational product, obviously, for starters. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. there are several things that pop to mind as you're talking, just, uh, just why I appreciate you taking time to share with us. I had a friend one time ask me about just in general uh, feeding the poor and how there are different agencies that do that, and some are combine it with the gospel and some don't. And this person said, you know, what do you think about that? And I said, well, I'm sure it's great to be able to have the gospel alongside it. But if you, but um, certainly the hunger part of it needs to be addressed. It's kind of hard to pay attention to someone talking to you about anything if your stomach is, was really growling. So uh, because it was between that or just the gospel, I'm like, well, you got to feed them too, if possible. Right. Um, And things like uh, even just yesterday on the show, we had a clip from a, a local ministry called Every Good Gift, and they teach um, and help single moms, often with young children or pregnant, soft skills, how to be on time. And they make stuff, and then they look for places to sell it. 
and it's, it's what you said about appreciating the work you've done, not just making money, but hey, does someone appreciate the efforts I'm putting forth into my product? So I'm familiar with a couple of these kinds of concepts and places I've seen it. I have a, I have a brother-in-law who he and his wife were in Indonesia for a number of years doing uh, microloans and helping start you know, generating things. And a lot of that is just everyday stuff. It's not direct sharing the Bible, but then there are times of that. And it, it's harder work in a way because you're sharing your whole life with a person, not just giving them the information in Scripture and say, I hope things go well for you. So Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's it, Tim. I mean, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with, with farmers. We'll be sitting around, they go like, what is it with you guys? Hmm. Where, do you, where does this come from? You know? And then all of a sudden, there's that moment, right? And you just hear, yes, okay, Ken, it's time to talk about it. And then you begin to share in first person about how God changed your life and how God uh, disciplined you into understanding that what it means to be a coffee farmer and that how God put it on your heart to partner with other people that feel the same way and how God put it on your heart to come here and have this cup of coffee with his farmer. And they're going like, and you can really connect God with business? I'm like... It's because God gave us the business. The reason we're sitting here right now is because God gave us this business to do together. Yeah. And that is the perfect invitation to talk about the gospel. Ken Landers, our guest, Thrive Farmers co-founder, coffee farmer himself. Quick break. We'll come back in just a second. As the forecast-wise, down to 31 with clear skies tonight. And tomorrow, look for a lot of sun and a high of 52. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for hanging out today. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 443 on the Tim DeMoss Show. The pallet full of coffee contest could land you over 180 pounds worth of coffee and a coffee connoisseur's dream brewing kit. Grand prize over $3,500. Many other prizes and everyone who enters the contest gets a special discount code Toward the purchase of Thrive products, you can enter every day between now and December 15th. Bonus entry opportunities, too. Get entered on the contest page at WFIL.com. Our guest, uh, Thrive Farmers and co-founder, uh, co-founder, also coffee farmer himself, uh, Ken Lander. Tell us something, just, and maybe this is back to the coffee for a second, if you would. There's yeah. all these names. There's Morning Ritual we talked about. I had that this morning. You did, too. There's True North. There's Horizon Organic. There's Night Shift. There's Layover Decaf. All that. Uh, what what's the difference? You know, pick maybe pick two. How different can they yeah. be, and what and what makes one different from another? Well, let's just pick morning ritual and night shift because those are our biggest sellers. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Why is night shift? Night shift. It's dark. People I'm at, people think that dark roast is usually higher in caffeine. No, it's not. The, not the case. The more a coffee is roasted, the less caffeine it has. Oh. And so, reason we call it night shift is you're going to drink coffee. At night, the best drink is a darker roast. Now, okay. a lot of people like the bolder taste they drink in the morning. still has plenty of caffeine to get you going. But the morning ritual is a medium blend, and that medium blend has, is a, light, a, bit, a little bit lighter roast than dark roast. It does a little bit more pick-me-up in the morning. That's why we call it morning ritual. Interesting. You know, because, Ken, I, I, I like coffee, and I'll, I don't mind drinking morning or evening. And I have a number of friends who are like, oh, I don't drink coffee after five o'clock or six o'clock i'll be up all night i'm like all right well i'm up late anyway it doesn't matter to me i like coffee anytime if it's good but that makes perfect sense that some folks might drift toward that night shift brand or variety for the very reason you said a little less of a caffeine thing to keep them up at night so that's right yeah it's great with dessert so you have that like nice 
great meal with the family and the fire's roaring and you're going to have a nice apple pie for Christmas. Woo. You know, night shift, perfect for that. <laughs> Sit by the fire and have a piece of apple apple pie. Painting a good picture. Vicky, you ready? Put the coffee on? Let's go. What are we well, now I know why I've been tired <laughs> when I drink coffee at night to try to get a pick-me-up because I've been drinking the wrong roast. See? Clearly. Now we know. Now I know. And you know, for the the contest, the pallet full of coffee, we're, it's on our site at WFIL.com. Everybody who enters to win the pallet full, over 180 pounds worth, or the year supply, and there's other stuff too, gets a special discount code toward the purchase of Thrive products, you know, perfect for holiday gift giving and all that too. But as you mentioned, that's a, a very deep discount. It's like a 40% discount, I think you said, on the on the coffee itself. Is that right? That's right. You know, the reason we're doing that is because we want you to thrive this year. And what we want you to do is understand about our brand. We want you to engage with our brand. We want you to love the coffee and then from that, go from that and love the farmers and be a part of this movement that we've done. I mean, it's it's really amazing. And it's not greenwashing or socialwashing. It's real. I mean, these relationships are real. These, 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 these needs are real. These farmers are amazingly real and they're, they're beautiful people. And all they want to do is have you drink more coffee and grow it for you. That's what they want. That's all they want. I'm willing to do my, to do my part. Uh, and by the way, in the promotion, Ken, it talks about some tea is in there, and I we had the Earl Grey two nights ago. Uh, I have not tried the English breakfast tea or the hibiscus berries tea. Uh, what, what do you know about those uh, varieties? So our tea, our English breakfast, and our um, Earl Grey are actually from Sri Lanka. I was cool. there in 2016, um, and we work with a, a bunch of producers there. And tea is our, our newest line. We, you know, we did coffee for many years, and now we're adding tea. Yeah. And little by little now, we're sourcing tea in Japan. We're sourcing tea in China. We're sourcing um, uh, tea in, in Rwanda. And little by little, we're going to begin to grow the, the, the same model in tea that we're growing in coffee. Okay. Tea just takes a bit longer because we're selling a little bit a little less of it. But we want you to buy it so we can go out and continue to build these relationships. But right now, what you had was actually produced in Sri Lanka. Interesting. And, and uh, but the same idea, right? The same ministry angle to it. Exactly. Right. Um, any last thoughts for you? I, I know that you, you have a, a co-founder, uh, Mike, who's got a pretty cool story uh, as well. And, um, you know, you have a thought to share about him. And, of course, there is the podcast, so be nice. I'm sure you will be. <laughs> oh, you know, Michael Jones, my partner, he's just, He's just an amazing guy. He is, he is a consummate entrepreneur who was basically taking sabbatical from uh, another company, and he, and he said, you know what? All the financial rewards of being an entrepreneur, all of it, you know, didn't fill me. And he had an encounter um, with Christ, and basically through that said, I want to use your special gift as a businessman, to actually have impact for the kingdom and, and impact in the world, and that's how Thrive was born. And so his life and my life intersected. And, and through a series of just miracles, we, 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 we became partners. And Michael has a heart the size of a transfer truck, and he just wants to do everything he can with his God-given gifts and business to actually project that into the lives of the farmers that we serve. And so that's why that's how it all started. We're all sitting around going, 
you know, what do we want? We kept using this word thrive, and we weren't even listening ourselves to use it. And he goes, no, but wait a minute. That's what we want to do. We want people to thrive. And then from that came Thrive Farmers. And so Michael has been the impetus of it. He's the business mind behind it. Um, and so he's been, uh, you know, an amazing, dynamic person to see that you could actually do what we were doing on a small scale in Costa Rica and expand it to a model that can serve uh, big clients that we talked about. Ken Landers, our guest, Thrive Farmers, a co-founder, Coffee Farmer as well, in conjunction with the Pallet Full of Coffee contest. Get entered at WFIL.com. We'll wrap up our chat in a moment on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 452, Ken Lander, Thrive Farmers co-founder and coffee farmer joining us. The uh, pallet full of coffee contest at WFL.com. Look that up, get entered. The aroma, uh, Ken, of coffee can be amazing, of course. Do coffee farmers notice and appreciate it, or is it kind of hard to notice because they're right in the middle of it uh, you know, with all their work? Well, you know, most yeah. people don't know coffee's a cherry, right? So it looks like a grape on a plant. And what you smell in a coffee plantation are all the different things, like different trees, different elements that go into it. What makes coffee smell like coffee is when you roast the seed, the sugar is caramelized, and that's that crazy smell you get, like when you smell baked cookies or caramelized onions in a plan, that, that just attraction that you want. It's the caramelized sugars in the coffee that make you want to drink it. Okay. So on a, so it, did you just say a cherry? It was a cherry. It's like a little cherry on a bush, and each one's hand-picked. Inside the cherry are two little seeds, like a right brain and a left brain. They're, okay. they're, like, like, they're, they're like married together, like that way. And so those two seeds are taken out, they're processed, washed, dried, and then they're, through a, a chain of events, they actually find their way into a roaster, and then they're roasted, and that caramelizes the sugars. Wow. And that's what makes coffee taste like coffee. That's amazing. So, so. From an olfactory, there's a vocabulary word, standpoint, yeah. on, a, on a coffee farm, would it be n- nowhere near or it, anything resembling whatsoever the end product? Not really. Yes. Actually, interesting. So when you cup coffee, which is like the way you taste coffee for quality control, right? Yeah. Um, when you taste coffee, really good coffee, you can actually taste notes like citric notes, um, uh, cocoa. You can taste all of these different things. And those notes are actually found in the surrounding areas of, of coffee. So they absorb all of these scents and essences in the bushes. And then when you drink it, you actually can get those notes. A lot of people say, well, I can't taste anything. But over time, if you start to drink really good coffee like Dry Farmer's Coffee, you'll start to realize, wow, this has a little citrus to it. It's got a little, uh, little apple like that. You know, the, 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 the acidity you get when you bite into an apple, that sweet kind of crispy acidity, yeah. you'll taste that in the coffee on the palate at the aftertaste. So coffee is very, very sensitive to the things around it. It absorbs the environment, and when you roast it, all of those, all of those wonderful little essences are in the sugars that are caramelized. So, and now that we're on the, just to ask you this, it's just jumping to mind. I, I'm sure you're a humble man who's not a, a what do you say, a coffee uh, snob per se, like, oh, well, if you just get your fast food coffee somewhere, that's a bad thing. Uh, but but knowing what you just said and all that background, is there something that people could uh, at least give reason to think about? Like, hey, guess what? There's a whole world you maybe you don't know about. Uh, if nothing else, don't dump a bunch of cream in there to kill the flavor or something, whatever it is. You know, uh, 
what you'd recommend that, that typical person driving about their business could maybe appreciate uh, about Thrive Farmers Coffee as well as coffee in general? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I never discriminate. I am not a coffee snob. If you <laughs> like cream in your coffee and like sugar in your coffee, that's awesome. But you can tell a difference between a really good coffee like Thrive Farmers and another coffee that's more kind of market-driven coffee. Right. And so, and I'll tell you one more thing. What makes a great cup of coffee awesome, I mean, beyond anything else, is knowing that when you're drinking it, you actually have a connection with the people that grew it. It's just like buying carrots at a farmer's market. If you know where the carrots were grown, I guarantee you those carrots are going to taste better than the carrots you just bought at a grocery store. Yeah, I bet. Because you knew that someone grew them for you. Yeah, I love that. That's great. That's great stuff. Well, Ken, it's been a real privilege uh, hanging out with you and, and hearing about and getting, you know all this and getting educated and also helping the audience understand better and uh, about the contest, of course, but also coffee in general and the ministry of Thrive Farmers. So um, anything we can pray for you guys about? You know, uh, we just right now in this time, um, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. I mean, we get calls all the time from farmers. How are things going? Everything okay? You know, that kind of a thing. And we have that relationship with them to say everything's going to be fine. But, you know, in Central America right now and, and in other parts of the world, I mean, we think that, you know, in the United States we have it hard right now. But marginalized people in the world, they literally live from day to day. And so for us, we really want to inject resiliency in their life, but we know we can't do it. There's only one one father that can do it for us. And so just pray for those people that are growing this coffee. And just pray that we can continue to be salt and light to them and we can be the hands and feet of Jesus when we're actually out there doing our work every day. That would be a great prayer for us. That's great. That's very practical. I love that, Ken. Love that. Well, again, thank you for for calling in and spending some time with us. Uh, As you're just finishing up there, one relatively unimportant, but still I thought I'll ask the question uh, to PS our conversation with is, we mentioned how uh, Thrive Farmers Coffee is available at Chick-fil-A. Is it one one of the brands that we're giving away or potentially the morning ritual kind, or is there other kinds or are you familiar with, depending on the, the, the place? Yeah, the brand, the Chick-fil-A's is a proprietary blend, so what you're getting at Chick-fil-A is going to be different than what's in these bags, and okay. they're both good. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Great. Good to know. Ken Lander, Thrive Farmers co-founder, coffee farmer, and a friend of the station now. We're glad to make her acquaintance. It was a pleasure to be on the show. It really, really was. What a blessing for us. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day, Ken. God bless you, too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's Ken Lander, co-founder of Thrive Coffee, thrivefarmers.com, as well as Thrive Works, thrive, W-O-R-X.com, for the charitable arm, all part of the uh, Pallet Full of Coffee contest. Grand prize worth over $3,500, other prizes too, and everybody who enters gets a special discount code on Thrive products. Get entered at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening in. Looking forward to Trivia Thursday tomorrow. In the meantime, Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries leads in prayer next. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.